It's 28 May. It's Sunday. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report. Trigger warning. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Okay, I said that this is called trigger warning, and I want to say this now before anybody watches this, or if you are here in the church right now, um, when we get down to the morality section, if you don't want to be completely depressed, if you don't want to sit through about 15 minutes of very bad news, I would suggest you just go outside and do whatever you do outside for 15 minutes, or just don't watch this report because you will be triggered. Okay, I did this once before about eight years ago, and I'll do it again today, and you'll see what I go through every single week, and I'm just giving you a snapshot of it. But I'm telling you in advance, if you don't want to be depressed, just step outside, and I won't feel offended at all. Uh, Because it is Sunday, the 28th of May, there are two significant things that are tied into this day. The first is that it is Pentecost Sunday. Okay, we just talked about that in the church, and now I can say it for those who uh, watch online, is that Pentecost is the beginning of the church. It is when the Holy Spirit was first poured out upon believers. Uh, Paul, many people, hyper-dispensationalists that follow this heretical doctrine, say that the church began with the preaching of Paul. That's incorrect, and it says that there's a gospel to the Jews and one to the Gentiles. That is incorrect. Okay, there's one gospel that's found right in 1 Corinthians 15, read from verse 1 down to verse 11, and he says, so whether they preached it or I preach it, it's the same message, that is what we preach, okay? Um, There are many other evidences for that, but I won't get into it during a prophecy report, but just so you know, today is Pentecost Sunday, the beginning of the church is what we remember. The second thing about 28 May is that in two months and three days, my wife is going to retire. So that's the other thing that's important about today. Um, And then tomorrow, obviously, is Memorial Day. And we want to remember as uh, people in America, other countries have their own days of observances. In America, we remember the people that uh, gave their lives for the nation and the, the Democratic Republic the federal uh, government and the uh, people under that government actually that run that government because this is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. It's supposed to be. Uh, supposed to be. That's correct. And so we remember that each year. And uh, as things have devolved over the years, for many years, you, you didn't see this pickup truck because I had sold it because, before I had actually started preaching. But uh, for years, this goes back to 2001. This was my attitude, and it remains today. Instead of, God bless America, America my, bless. yes, bless God, comma, America. Amen. Okay? And until we do that, I don't know how God can bless Amen. this nation. We do ask for that. We pray for that. But... I would suggest that each person here would bless God, and then we will receive a blessing. But until that happens, we're going to continue down the bad path we're in. Okay, so having said all that wonderful stuff, I got some news from Israel today. From the Times of Israel. Israel and Cyprus working on deal to build a natural gas pipeline processing plant. I don't know if you remember, they were going to put in a pipe that went up to Greece, that area, and then it would continue on into uh, Europe. Okay, and that got squashed by the guy in the White House. They uh, talked against it, and so it fell through. 
Um, and so what are they going to do? They're going to continue with the pipeline to Cyprus, and then they're going to build their own processing plant so that they can liquefy the natural gas and send that on to Europe. And so they're just skipping Biden entirely by doing this. Um, although it doesn't say that in this article, that is what is implied. Cyprus and Israel are working on a deal to build a pipeline that will convey natural gas from both countries to the East Med Island nation, where it will be liquefied for export by ship to Europe and potentially elsewhere. The Cypriot energy minister said, uh, Minister Georgos, and then the last name is one of those Greek names. It's about this long, and it begins with the letters P-A-P-A. -A. So I'm going to call him Georgos Papa, okay, uh, said he would soon visit Israel to hammer out a formal agreement. Once the deal is signed, the pipeline could be completed in 18 months. It will take two and a half years to build a liquefaction plant on Cyprus once investors are secured. So far, five sizable gas deposits have been discovered off Cyprus's southern coastline. Israel has 11 such fields. The biggest, named Leviathan, contains an estimated 623 billion cubic meters of gas. Papa said he would meet later this month with energy companies licensed to explore for oil and gas inside Cyprus's exclusive economic zone, including French Total, Italy's Eni, ExxonMobil, and Chevron, to scope out ways of collaborating on projects that would expedite getting their gas discoveries to market. The minister explained that this project was a truncated version of the East Med pipeline idea. That proposal, as I said, it was for a 1,300-mile, $6 billion pipeline designed to convey regional gas directly to Europe, has in recent years fallen out of favor. Instead of a direct pipeline connection to Europe, processed gas from Cyprus could reach international markets by ship. So if you can't get them to do it one way, you just go another. From the Jerusalem Post, Israel weapons industries to collaborate with Peru on weapons production. Imagine Israel and Peru making weapons together. An Israeli defense firm has signed a transfer of technology and knowledge agreement with a Peruvian arms and ammo manufacturer to establish a weapons assembly and production line in the southern American nation. Israel Weapons Industries, a member of the SK Group, agreed on uh, transfer technologies and production information for the Arad family of assault rifles to Fabrica de Armas y Menusiones del Ejercito. I guess. I, I pronounced that perfectly. I know I did. Under the terms of the agreement, IWI will provide FAME with technical knowledge regarding small arms assembly, advanced quality assurance, and maintenance processes. In the future, the companies will also explore the possibility of expanding production to include additional weapons and relevant optical sites for the country's defensive and security forces. From the Times of Israel. In first, Tel Aviv Religious Council offers funds. This is the Tel Aviv Religious Council offering funds to Orthodox LGBTQ women's group. You wonder why they're going to go as a nation through the tribulation period? There you go. Tel Aviv's local religious council has provided a grant of thousands of shekels to support a program by Bat Kol, that's Female All, an LGBTQ rights group for religious women. 
Haaretz reported that it marked the first time a religious authority in Israel has provided funding for such an organization. Bot Cole said it responded to a call by the council which offered to fund programs that aimed at contributing to Torah enrichment in community life. You talk about a contradiction in thinking. The, what the Torah says about their lifestyle and what they're funding and saying is absolutely contradictory. In a post on its social media account, the group promised to reveal details of the project in the near future. It did not detail exactly how much money it had received. We saw that we met all the requirements and submitted a lovely project that will provide a solution for the queer community around Jewish communal life. Then the initiative was accepted. More than the money, there is an important statement here in our view of partnership and recognition of our activities in the city. It's very moving. We are moved to be making history. We will be happy to continue this type of program across Israel. Bat Cole formed as a group for religious lesbians in 2005 through the Open House for Pride and Tolerance. So there you go. This is Israel of today. This is why they will be going as a nation through the tribulation period. And this is why I say again and again and again, Ezekiel 36, 22 says, not for your sake, O house of Israel, am I going to do these things, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have blasphemed among the nations wherever you went. Okay, that is what they are doing. They're continuing to put it in the face of God right now. And it's very sad to me. It breaks my heart. Okay, we got some news concerning Christianity. Before I give you our first article, I'd like to remind you, if you have extra money and you want to help them, we've been working on getting a um, well for the community in Kenya, where we have the church of Pastor Silas. Okay, a lot of people have helped him over the years, and he does a great job, especially with women and orphanage ministries. But they need an equipment and pump still, that's $6,500, and a borehole, which will cost $2,000. So they're in need of $8,500 to finish this project. It's been coming down slowly, but it's been slow. So if you can help, please do. Uh, from TAS, now, this is the only place I saw this, and obviously TAS is Russian, so it could be something that, uh, uh, you know, they're adding on a little bit of stuff, but I don't think so. I think this is the kind of thing that Zelensky would do. Zelensky offended the Pope with his bad choice of a present. President Zelensky, who met with Pope Francis, presented the pontiff with gifts that are offensive to Christian believers. The Il Fato Quo di Tanio newspaper wrote. Now, because it's translated from them, I, I don't read it, and so I can't confirm this 100%, but this is what an Italian newspaper wrote that TAS is now passing on. The controversial item is an icon of Mary holding the child Jesus, who is depicted as a black outline. In other words, there's no baby there. Okay, it's just an outline of him. It was supposed to symbolize the loss of Ukrainian children in the conflict. But to the head of the Roman Catholic Church, the loss of child Jesus means the loss of the Messiah, the loss of the reason to exist for the institute of the church itself. The paper quoted a prominent journalist, historian, and former senator, Raniero Lavalle, as saying, in his opinion, the picture in fact symbolizes erasing Christ from the cross and the denial of his resurrection. Another present by Zelensky was the painting of a Madonna made on a fragment of a bulletproof vest against the bloody red background with stripes and colors of the Ukrainian flag. 
In contrast, Pope Francis gave President Zelensky a bronze sculpture representing an olive branch, a symbol of peace. He also gifted him with several documents devoted to peace and fraternity. The majority of local observers shared an opinion that talks uh, with Zelensky failed and were disappointing for the Vatican. In this regard, Ukraine's ambassador to the Holy See had to give explanations. He told the Corriere del Sera newspaper in an interview that Kiev was ready to cooperate with the Vatican on separate provisions of Zelensky's peace plan. So, um, taking that in context, next article, uh, LifeSite. I read about this a couple weeks ago. I wanted to give you an update on it. If the Pope cares at all about the gift that he got from Zelensky. Blasphemous transgender paintings remain in New York Church under updated name and description. The painting series entitled God is Trans remains in place by a New York City church altar, contrary to previous reports, as the title and description have been removed for replacement with a less offensive alternative. If the guy cared at all about Zelensky's gift, you'd think he would care about this as well but it's still up and the Catholic Church either has no control over its lesser churches or they just don't care. From the Christian Post, 141 Pennsylvania churches leave the UMC over homosexuality debate. Good. From Fox, Ohio priest convicted once again, this is a Catholic church, Ohio priest convicted of five sex trafficking charges, including of a minor. From the Christian headlines, Jesus Revolution climbs to number one in American DVD sales. It caught Hollywood off guard. If you haven't seen it, it's, yeah, I mean, it, they just don't understand. It's like you know, all of these other organizations that are actually shooting their own foot off and they don't seem to get it. Anyway, got some news from the Mideast and Africa today. From Haaretz, 17 Iranian ghost tankers bring oil worth $1 billion to Syria. At least 17 shipments by eight different tankers have delivered more than 16 million barrels of Iranian oil to Syria over the past six months. Now, Iran is in the Gulf. It has to go down, it has to go around, and then it comes all the way through the Suez Canal and it gets up to Syria, right? It's not like they don't pass 8 million U.S. ships in the process. And it's not like the U.S. doesn't know that this is going on. The ghost tankers have docked at Syria's Banias port south of Latakia, violating U.S. sanctions imposed on both the Iranian petroleum industry and on Bashar Assad's government. After the U.S.'s departure from the 2015 Iranian nuclear agreement, then-President Donald Trump revived the sanctions on Iran's oil exports. His successor, Biden, had considered removing the sanctions to smooth the way for rejoining the nuclear accords, but they remain in effect, which means what is happening is against the law. And yet, he's doing nothing. He's actually probably promoting it. According to ship tracking data and satellite images, between November 2022 and April 2023, the vessels have docked at Banias at least 17 times, delivering 16.4 million barrels. From I-24, Russia-Iran Inc. rail deal for major corridor intended to rival the Suez Canal. Iran and Russia agreed to collaborate on the construction of the final part of an embryonic international north-south transport corridor linking the Gulf and India while avoiding western sea lanes. 
the Rashat Ashtara Railway is seen as an important link in the corridor intended to connect India, Iran, Russia, Azerbaijan, and other countries via railways and sea, a route that Russia says can rival the Suez Canal as a major global trade route. Russia and Iran are both under international sanctions that restrict trade. The unique north-south transport artery, of which the Rasht Ashtara Railway will become a part, will help to significantly diversify global traffic flows, said Putin, who oversaw the signing of the deal via video link alongside his Iranian counterpart, Ebrahim Raisi. The transportation of goods through the new corridor will have a significant competitive advantage, he argued, praising the obvious economic benefits for both Moscow and Tehran in the form of new jobs and investments. The freight network of ship, rail, and road routes covering some 102 miles avoids the Suez Canal between the Mediterranean and the Red Sea, which would otherwise transport some Russian seaborne cargo. Hmm. Zero hedge. Russia, Iran pursue joint development of oil and gas fields. Iran and Russia are considering the joint development of as many as 10 oil and gas fields in Iran. The proposal has come from the Iranian side amid talks about the development of other oil and gas resources in the country. Novak told reporters that the sides had discussed specifically the development of six oil fields and two gas deposits. Gazprom was considering taking part in the development of the Kish and North Pars gas fields and building an LNG production facility. The Iranian government is in talks with Russia's Gazprom about investments worth as much as $40 billion. The amount is stipulated in a memorandum of understanding, but some of these agreements are already turning into real contracts. Russia and Iran have been actively forging closer ties in the past few years, and that process got an additional push last year after Russia joined the small but growing club of Western-sanctioned countries following its invasion of the Ukraine. The oil and gas industry is a backbone for the economies of our countries. Strengthening bilateral cooperation in this area will undoubtedly increase the economic sustainability of Russia and Iran. From Just the News, Afghan with terror ties apprehended at the border near California. San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond said the arrest took place after the Afghani attempted to cross the border alongside a group of migrants near Ote Mesa just days before the expiration of the Trump-era Title 42 policy. Through March, at least 70 foreigners on the terrorist watch list were apprehended at the border since the start of the federal 2023 fiscal year, the fastest pace on record. Biden's open borders aren't just a gateway to 5 million illegals, record human and child trafficking, and the deadliest drug crisis in our history. Biden's reckless policy is also an open invitation to even the most wanted terrorists in the world to come to America, Representative Isa said. So there you go. Now some news from Mongolia, from the South China Morning Post, Emmanuel Macron makes first French presidential visit to Mongolia. Man, they're taking over the world. Mongolia was looking to diversify its partnerships in order to be more robust and able to deal with its large Russian and Chinese neighbors. The vast North Asian country has been the subject of growing interest in recent years from the United States as part of a strategy to thwart the rise of China. And so Macron is getting his foot in there too.
Daniel prophesied that technology would increase in the end times. From Sputnik, London to Sydney, in just two hours, air travel's fate may take a cosmic turn. Presently, a London to Sydney flight can take up to 22 hours. However, a study published in a peer-reviewed scientific journal suggests that commercial suborbital space flights could revolutionize travel by drastically reducing the journey time. In a groundbreaking development, holiday makers could soon embark on a journey from London to Sydney in a mere two hours, thanks to suborbital space flights. While the current cost of these flights exceeds 350,000 pounds per seat, regulators anticipate a future where such trips become widely accessible. The UK Civil Aviation Authority is investing in medical studies to explore the effects of suborbital space flights, which involve briefly launching travelers into space before swiftly descending to their destination. A recent CAA-funded study conducted in collaboration with King's College London and facilitated by the RAF revealed promising results. It found that most individuals handled the G-forces of suborbital travel well, paving the way for its potential as an ultra-fast point-to-point mode of transportation. The research indicates that individuals' varying ages and fitness levels could embark on these expeditions, with older adults potentially demonstrating an advantage in adapting to the demands of space travel. UK aviation and space medicine consultant Dr. Ryan Anderton expressed confidence in the benign physiological responses of most passengers. He highlighted the potential benefit for older individuals, citing the stiffer arteries as a factor that could mitigate the pooling of blood away from the brain during suborbital flights. While the current cost of suborbital space travel remains prohibitive for many, the CAA's investment in medical research signals a commitment to advancing this futuristic mode of transportation. As technology advances and costs potentially decrease, the prospect of reaching far-flung destinations in a fraction of the time is inching closer to reality. Okay, is any blood pooling on your brain right now, Burke? Because if it is, you can go into space and have that taken care of. Okay, he's ready. He does not have a lot of blood pooling on his brain. He, he's got a memory like almost nobody I've ever known. So I don't think you need that, but if you want it, it's open to you. All right, it's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of. From the Western Journal, small farmers now front and center in John Kerry's plan to save the earth. Now, does anybody remember what happened when the Soviet Union came together? What did they do? They collectivized all of the farming and it brought death to literally tens of millions of people. This is what John Kerry wants. Climate change fatalist John Kerry is once again prattling on about how the earth is doomed and he has a new target for destruction in his never-ending blame game. Kerry is saying that the world cannot recover from climate change unless we crack down on agriculture. He's seemingly eyeing the thousands of small family farms that feed this nation and urging more of the sort of restrictions that have already brought farmers to the streets in protest. Kerry recently claimed that agriculture creates one-third of the world's greenhouse gas emissions and that reducing those emissions must be front and center in the world's plans to change the climate. Who said it? Every society is three meals away from chaos. 
Vladimir Lenin. John Kerry wants this. I'll say it. I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Complete dolt. Okay. From your news, I'm sure you've heard about this. If you haven't, it's rather gross, but this is what's going on, and it's only getting worse. Flesh-eating zombie drug saturating Los Angeles streets. It's really gruesomely disfiguring people. It's much more likely to stop someone from breathing, and the things that come along with xylazine is a vasoconstrictor. So when you're injecting it, it's actually reducing the blood circulation. Local news crews have captured the impact on individuals after they have consumed xylazine. As one can see, if you look at the pictures, you'll know what they're talking about. The users look like literal zombies. We had a woman come in and her sister had passed away from a fentanyl overdose, but not only was it a fentanyl overdose, but her skin was starting to rot. The muscles on her leg and her arm. So that's a sure sign of xylazine. These people are humped over. They look just like zombies and they are everywhere. Everywhere. Breitbart. Japanese citizens take smiling lessons to recover from three years of masks. I had a couple friends of mine. Uh, his wife is Japanese, and they went back to Japan about a month and a half ago, and they filmed while they were there. And I always I follow every video they post. I love their videos. But while they were there in Japan, every single person that I saw in the video had masks on, with the exception of about two Japanese. They were the rebels, okay, and there's always a rebel in society. And any American that was there had no mask on. But every Japanese, you went into the subway, Everybody had them on. Now they are actually taking smiling lessons to learn to smile again. Wow. Yep. Okay. I gave a trigger warning at the beginning of this. Uh, if you weren't here because a couple people have walked in, if you do not want to be depressed, I suggest you just go outside for the next five or ten minutes, okay? Morality is declining. Mail online. The girls are living in a constant fear. University of Wyoming sorority sisters. Now, before I read these. This is one week of articles that I compiled. I usually give you three or four morality articles. This is one week. It's not even the full week. It's not everything I had. It's all I could fit in. Okay. One week. And you wonder why I get depressed after reading these things. I have to go lie down for 10 minutes to clear my head. We'll start again. Mail online. The girls are living in constant fear. University of Wyoming sorority sisters blast college for letting six foot two inch, 260 pound trans woman move back into their house after claiming she peeps at them while visibly aroused. Zero Hedge, World Health Organization pushes early child, I can't even say it, it's something you can do with yourself, for toddlers, encourages questions about gender identity for kids aged four. World Health Organization teaching toddlers how to do something to themselves. LifeSite, Republican congressman confronts abortion activist who discussed crushing the skull of babies during abortions. Gateway Pundit, fifth grade teacher who showed students LGBT-themed Disney movies says rights as parents are gone when your child is in the public school system. From Fox, Corrine Jean-Pierre slams bans on trans treatment for minors. These are our kids. They belong to all of us. Gateway Pundit, Sports Illustrated puts transgender biological man on the cover of Swimsuit Edition. 
Breitbart, exclusive Office of Naval Intelligence, hosted event on inclusive language for transgender, non-binary, and intersex. That's the Office of Naval Intelligence. Breitbart, New Jersey Governor Murphy will defy SCOTUS to save lives if they rule against the abortion pill, willingly violating the Supreme Court of the United States. That is the governor of a state. Mail Online, Adidas is slammed for launching woman's swimsuit, but the model showing off the Pride 2023 costume appears to be a man. Breitbart, poll, 28% of Canadians approve of assisted suicide for homelessness. 28% of Canadians want to get rid of the homeless by executing them. Zero Hedge, whoops, State Department offers counseling after unintentionally adding pronouns to all staff emails. Breitbart, State Department promotes transgenderism over gay rights. Ha! Quartz, San Francisco became the first U.S. city to appoint a drag laureate. Breitbart, PetSmart pushes the LGBT agenda. Celebrate pride with your pet. Breitbart, Paramount Plus preps pansexual dating series Love Always. Not always, always. Gateway Pundit. University of Colorado assume everyone is trans. Greet new acquaintances as they, them, and theirs. This is the University of Colorado telling their students this. From the Daily Wire, Texas Children's Hospital performs sex change procedures on children as young as 11. This past week that ended. They are no longer allowed to do this. State Journal from Illinois. Legislature passes bill allowing all gender multi-occupancy restrooms. Breitbart, Democrat state legislatures in New York are reviewing legislation that would have sought-after kidney transplants rewarded to illegal aliens ahead of thousands of Americans who are waiting for such donations. Breitbart, Italy's Maloney left visibly irate after Trudeau pushed LGBT agenda at the G7. Instead of talking about what they're supposed to be talking about, they're talking about that nonsense. Gateway Pundit, Biden admin funding book on drag queens, trans taxi drivers, cruising gay men, and femme witches by drag queen who writes LGBT children's books. That's the National Endowment for the Humanities. Breitbart, New Hampshire bill requiring schools to inform parents about children's gender identity fails. Fox, Nebraska senator flips out debating ban on sex change surgeries for minors and she screams, we need trans people, we need trans people. We loved, and so my friend Sergio and I did a little two minute video which you can watch on Rumble or on my other YouTube channel where we took that lady and did some fun instead of trans people, we put trance people, people in a trance. We love trance people. So it's very spunky. You want to see it? Go watch that. Gateway Pundit. This is a senator in Nebraska standing there for about five minutes screaming this out. We need trans people. Okay. Gateway Pundit. Rhode Island governor signs bill forcing taxpayers to fund abortions through Medicaid. Gateway Pundit, UC Berkeley hosts exclusive black-only graduation ceremony in defiance of civil rights laws that forbid racial segregation. Fox News, medical school professor says parents must implement gender ideology for babies. It starts at birth. That is at Albert Einstein College. The Washington Journal, 
Police release body cam footage after hospital finds dead baby in trash can of teen's room. She was 19. She is not a teen. She is an adult. But that's how they hide these things. Breitbart report woke Fox News imposes transgenderism on workforce. Based this public college is giving out paid internships that openly exclude white people. That's the University of Minnesota. Newsmax, Anheuser-Busch loses highest LGBTQ plus equality rating. <laughs> GA Star News, Children's Hospital recommends costly fertility preservation for kids undergoing gender transitions. Seattle Children's Hospital offers and promotes fertility preservation options, including prepubescent children, according to its website, which can cost over $10,000. We're going to change your sex. You will no longer be able to have children. We'll save your eggs for you for $10,000. From the post-millennial, transgender mother announces he took hormones to create milk-like substance. I can't read the rest, but I can say that he plans to feed to his baby. Gateway Pundit, Princeton University announces pro-abortion musical comedy playing on campus this month to all the babies I've killed before. Mail Online, New York City College professor hurls foul-mouthed abuse at students over pro-life stand and accuses them of triggering others before angrily destroying their display. They really didn't do anything until she held a machete to a person's neck and then they decided to let her go. Fox News, May 17th, Target CEO says woke capitalism is great for their brand and the right thing for society. Red State, on 22 May, super woke Target partners on its new gay pride line with designer who insists Satan loves you. Newsmax, on 26 May, Target stock sinks nearly 10% amid pride backlash. That's $9 billion losses in one week. Yes. Breitbart, North Carolina overrides governor's veto of 12-week abortion restriction. Good. Finally, something good. AP, DeSantis signs bill targeting drag shows, transgender kids, and the use of bathrooms and pronouns. Good. NTD, Texas poised to enact ban on puberty blockers, hormone therapies, surgeries for minors. Good. Breitbart, Florida law, public bathrooms will be based on biological sex to protect women. Good. From NTD, you should go to jail. DeSantis warns doctors who perform child sex surgeries. Good. LifeSite, California backs down on forcing doctors to participate in assisted suicide in pro-life victory. Good. Breitbart, California officials to pay churches $1.4 million for unconstitutional abortion coverage mandate. Good. I see this every single week of my life. More than this. This is all I could fit in with getting a little bit of other news for you. And you wonder what's going on in the world and people are out there. They don't pay attention. They have no idea what's going on in the world. I'm sorry if you're depressed now. I get it every single day of my life. I thought I'm going to do that this week so you know what is going on. And that's just titles. I didn't read you any substance except for two of them. That was only an extra sentence. What's keeping the Lord's return? What is keeping the Lord's return? You talk about patience, long-suffering. Way too much. All right, other news. Breitbart. Biden admins $40 million anti-terrorism program targets Breitbart News and conservatives. Documents uncovered by the Media Research Center revealed the Biden admin used a $40 million grant program of the DHS 
ostensibly earmarked for anti-terrorism purposes to target conservative organizations and media. The Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant Program was established by the DHS in 2011 to combat al-Qaeda, but was vastly expanded in its scope by the Biden administration. Its grants now encompass several media literacy and online critical thinking initiatives, the most radical of which accuse conservative organizations, including, if you read these, if you go to these websites, they know it and you are part of the problem. Breitbart News, Turning Point USA, Heritage Foundation, they're turning Americans into violent neo-Nazis. One institution that was awarded a grant, the University of Dayton, used its DHS money to create a training program explaining how content from Breitbart, Fox, the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, Prager University, and the RNC, they're targeting an entire political group of the United States of America, the Republican Party. The RNC, among others, led to far-right radicalization. They even included CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network, as terrorists, terrorists in the United States of America. The conservative organizations were placed in a pyramid of far-right radicalization that began with the most mainstream conservative organizations and ended with violent neo-Nazi militants. According to MRC, one of the DHS-funded seminars at the university compared President Trump to the genocidal Cambodian dictator Pol Pot and suggested Florida Governor Ron DeSantis might wish to start a second holocaust. A number of other seminars in the program featured lectures by Michael Lodenthal, a self-proclaimed member of Antifa who endorses committing illegal acts in the fights against the far right. A lot of things we're doing are illegal, said Lodenthal. A lot of it involves breaking the law. Lodenthal also used one of the DHS-funded seminars to push censorship and financial blacklisting, explaining how anti-fascists could pressure platforms like GoFundMe, Patreon, PayPal, Venmo to show conservatives the door. The fact that taxpayer money funneled through a DHS program established in 2011 to fight al-Qaeda ended up funding Lodenthal's seminars is another addition to a growing pile of evidence that the Biden administration is using the federal government to target domestic political opponents. Zero Hedge. LinkedIn. Don't go to LinkedIn. If you're on it, get off of it. I went on just, I signed up. Somebody sent me a link. I signed up. I never used it. I unsubscribed from it. And they have kept me on there now for like 15 years. Get away from there. LinkedIn censors presidential candidate who says fossil fuels required for prosperity. He said, we need these. And they, they banned him. LinkedIn, whose founder, Reid Hoffman, funded a Russian bot hoax against the GOP candidate Roy Moore and underwrote Trump accuser E. John Carroll's lawsuit, has locked the account of GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy for expressing fact-based views as a presidential candidate about climate policy and Biden's relationships with China. Note that the third strike is for claiming that the climate agenda is a lie and that fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Two years ago, big tech censored people who argued that we shouldn't close schools for COVID, he said in a separate tweet. Now they're censoring presidential candidates for arguing that fossil fuels are required for prosperity. They didn't censor me because it's false. They censored me because it's true. Who said it? 
To be wealthy and honored in an unjust society is a disgrace. Confucius. Think of everybody up there right now. All of them. Wealthy and honored. And they're a disgrace. Okay, let's see if Les can cheer us up. Japan citizens think it is vile. After three years of masks, they can't smile. Now they need to relearn what man forced them to spurn, which came to them because of Belial. Belial, Belial. Okay, good job. Okay, irony. Irony, I got two of them for you. Before I give you our irony, I will say that I am sorry that I had to disappoint you and make you sad and ruin your week. But I told you in advance that if you wanted to go outside, you could. I got people over there in the corner crying now. One of them's in a fetal position. Listen, I just want you to know once in a while how bad things actually are. Okay, I give you this every week. You get a little bit of the bad, but I literally have to go lie down after doing my research for the report every single day. Seven days a week, I go lie down. My wife knows I do this. It's very difficult. Okay, it's depressing. But I will say this. The only thing that I care about in this world, it is not the CG Prophecy Report. I love people. I love my puppies. I like where I live. The only thing I truly care about in this world is Jesus Christ. He is the hope for us in this fallen world. And without him, there is no hope at all. And he has promised that he will come and deliver us from this world. Okay? As she said, why is he waiting so long? The reason is found in Peter's writings. The Lord is long-suffering. He doesn't want anybody to perish, but all to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You may be watching this report right now and saying, oh boy, I got my ears tickled. That doesn't get you one bit closer to salvation. You need to believe the gospel, that Jesus died for your sins, that he was buried, and that he rose again. If you can believe that simple message, you will be saved. That's what the Bible tells us. So please believe that. Know that this world is not our home. That used to be so cliche. People would say it, and like, it's a nice world. Why would you even care about that? Now, it's not cliche at all. It's our only hope. It's the only thing we can think about is getting out of this place because of the trash that's going on around us. Thank God for Jesus Christ who offers us something way better. Yep, yep. She said grandbabies. They're good. (laughs) Okay, here's some irony for you from WBAL. Vehicular crime wave. You talk about people with the wrong priority or the wrong focus. Baltimore is suing Kia and Hyundai over lack of anti-theft tech. Instead of just getting rid of the criminals, they sue a company because they make it not hard to steal your car. Mail online. Woman 63 with a walker. Now imagine this. She's, She's really slow walking. Woman 63 with a walker tries to rob a New Orleans bank by passing a note to tell her saying, put money in the bag or people are going to get hurt. Yes, it really happened. Such is the world in which we live. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.